Today is Friday, January 15th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. I hope everyone is recovering from their impeachment hangovers and excited for their final weekend of the Trump presidency. A lot of you have been asking about the Senate trial and when that's going to happen. As of now, there's no reason to believe that Mitch McConnell is planning to change his mind about starting earlier than January 19th. However, the Senate still has to go through with the trial, and a conviction in the Senate would be the only way to ensure that Trump cannot take office again, which we definitely want to do. One barrier there may be to a conviction in the Senate are the recent reports that a number of Republican lawmakers are fearful of threats from their base if they turn against Trump. One Republican lawmaker, Peter Major of Michigan, who voted for impeachment last week, said, Both parties have extremists. There's a difference in our crazy people and their crazy people. Our crazy people have an excessive amount of arms. They have gun safes. They have grenades. They believe in the Second Amendment. They come here and Trump's made them think this is the Alamo. He also revealed that he's buying body armor due to the threats he's received. But, you know, if that doesn't work, he can always consider, I don't know, the witness protection program or something. More news coming out of the coup. Yesterday, the Washington Post reported that dozens of rioters who came to D.C. on January 6th were actually individuals who were already on the terror watch list. The majority of the watch-listed individuals in Washington that day are suspected white supremacists whose conduct has been alarming enough in the past to get them added to the National Terror Screening Database. The presence of so many of these individuals in one place further points to the intelligence failures of last week, which we are still waiting to see some accountability for. Meanwhile, the Capitol and state houses across the country are being secured as FBI Director Christopher Wray revealed that they're seeing an extensive amount of online chatter about potential inauguration threats. The DOJ made it clear yesterday that anyone who had a phone inside the Capitol on January 6th will be caught and should count on a visit from the FBI. So far, the FBI has arrested over 100 people and identified over 200 suspects, which still sounds like way less than the number of people I watched storm the Capitol on my TV eight days ago. But I don't know, judging crowd sizes on the National Mall has historically been challenging. We're officially five days out from the Biden presidency, and yesterday he revealed a $1.9 trillion stimulus package for COVID relief called the American Rescue Plan. When it comes to how this will affect everyday Americans, the proposal calls for direct payments of $1,400, increasing the federal unemployment benefit to $400 per week through September, increasing the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour, and extending eviction and foreclosure moratoriums through September. In terms of government aid, the package provides $350 billion for states and local governments, $170 billion for schools, $50 billion for COVID testing, and $20 billion for a national vaccine program. Let's hope the federal government gets to swiping that credit card because I would really like to leave my house this summer. Biden also announced yesterday that he plans to name Jamie Harrison as his pick to lead the Democratic National Committee. As former chairman of the South Carolina Democratic Party, Harrison was favored by other state party leaders who believe that he'll aid the DNC to focus on building local party infrastructure so that they can flip more states like Arizona and Georgia in the future. Next, we have a story from New York Attorney General Letitia James, who's suing the NYPD and its leadership over its handling of the George Floyd protests this summer. The suit was filed yesterday in Manhattan and cites an investigation into the NYPD that found that officers used indiscriminate, unjustified, and repeated use of batons and pepper spray, and that there is no question that the NYPD engaged in a pattern of excessive, brutal, and unlawful force against peaceful protesters. The suit also names Mayor Bill de Blasio, the NYPD commissioner, and the NYPD chief of department for failing to train, supervise, and discipline officers to prevent and address misconduct. 
let's get to some gossip. Trump is apparently stiffing his friend Rudy Giuliani's legal fees for his failed efforts at helping Trump overturn the election. Rudy's fee was apparently $20,000 a day, which is, I mean, a standard fee for someone who can't even book the right Four Seasons. Lastly, we have a bathroom-related Jared and Ivanka story that broke yesterday in the Washington Post, of all places. The gist of the story is this. Jared and Ivanka live in a house in D.C. with six and a half bathrooms, and despite the existence of more than one bathroom per family member, they refuse to allow their Secret Service detail, who protects them on the daily, to use the bathroom in their house. For a while, Secret Service members were actually using the Pence's and the Obama's toilets until September 2017, when there was an incident that the Washington Post describes as a Secret Service supervisor leaving an unpleasant mess in the Obama bathroom. Ever since then, the Obamas kicked them out and taxpayers have been spending $3,000 a month, which is now more than $100,000 to date, so that the Secret Service can rent a studio near Jared and Ivanka's house with its own bathroom. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post news updates on my stories throughout the day. Also be sure to follow and subscribe to the Betcha Sup podcast for more in-depth discussion of today's news and follow at Betcha Sup on Instagram. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.